Hey, what's up, everybody? Ned Bellavance, Ned1313, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for May 6, 2020. This is a daily live stream that I do at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time every weekday. It's supposed to go for about 10 minutes. I've been averaging closer to 11, but I guess that's just because I like to talk to you. I'm here for you. I'm here to talk to you. Yes, you. Put down that bagel and listen. Listen to the things I have to say. I'm just kidding. You can eat your bagel. I don't mind. It's fine. But, I mean, for God's sakes, don't put butter on it. What's wrong with you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, put what you want on your bagel. Except for butter. Don't do that, because that's weird. Anyway, hi. How you doing? Today's topic is Ned in the Cloud LLC turns one, one year old. What's up with that? That's awesome. So I'm going to talk about the journey of the last year, kind of what I've been up to, where things are going with that. So hopefully that's of interest to you. Before we dive into that, a couple housekeeping things. The podcast is still going strong. So if you prefer this in an audio format, that's great. You can go to anchor.fm and find it there. Or you can just search for Ned in the Cloud in your favorite podcatcher of choice, and you should be able to find it. It's basically exactly this, except just the audio and a little bit of intro music, because why not? So that's really the only housekeeping item I have for today. Let's check in. How are you? Is that bagel as delicious as you think it is? In exciting news, I finally got my hands on some flour. Like many people, I took up baking. Actually, it was baking sourdough before the quarantine happened, and then suddenly all the flour was gone because everybody else decided to do that too, which is cool. Like, I'm all about team sourdough. The more, the better. But it did kind of make it difficult for me to make bread, which was sad. But suddenly, the flour's back, and I'm back in business baking sourdough for my friends and family, or at least the ones that I can see. So that's exciting for me. I'm happy. It's a, it's a stress relief thing for me, so I'm glad to have that hobby and be able to do it. So that's my check-in. I hope things are going well with you. You know, reach out. Let me know how it's going. If you're curious about sourdough, I'm happy to share, and there's a whole community out there. So if you want to make yourself some sourdough, hit me up on Twitter. I'm happy to talk about it. All right, let's get, in, let's get into today's topic, which is Ned in the Cloud LLC turns one year old. That's not strictly true. I actually registered the company in 2000, late 2019 when I decided that I was going to go 100% independent. You might not already know this about me, but I don't work for anyone as a full-time employee. I am self-employed, and I have been self-employed for a year as of today. Today is the one-year anniversary when I started officially as a full-time self-employed person and my last day at my previous job was the week before, basically, uh, which also coincided with a trip out to Minneapolis to present at some conferences. So I was like, hey, I'm here and I'm now self-employed. Hooray. So that was, that was kind of an exciting time. So I, I guess the one of the questions I get is like, so what do you do as an independent self-employed person? That's a fair question. I do stuff like this, so I create content, although this particular podcast and live stream is not monetized in any way. I don't have ads turned on. I'm not making money off of this. So as a business person, that's not a great move. But just as a general, I want to create content for people. It actually works out pretty well. So I'm not complaining about that. So I create content like this. I speak at conferences, some of which I'm compensated for, and other it's you know just an opportunity to meet other people and interact with the community. I create videos 
for various webinars and, and live on live or virtual conferences online. I create training for a plural site. I write technical documentation for a couple companies. And I have a podcast that does make money, which is day two cloud that has sponsorship opportunities, both for full episodes and ads. So it's a mix of a bunch of things, but I think if there's one through line for all of the different things that I'm doing as Ned in the cloud, they're all educational in nature. I love learning. I've always loved learning ever since I was a wee little lad uh, up until, you know, today. I, just, I love learning new things. I love peeling back the layers and understanding how things work. And I like sharing that knowledge with other people. And to that end, a lot of what I'm doing as Ned in the Cloud is exactly that. I'm sharing knowledge and I'm learning about things and then sharing what I'm learning, or I'm just trying to make things that I already know easier to learn for people who are just ramping up. It's why I have a bunch of getting started courses in Pluralsight. It's why a lot of the content that I create is at that 100, 200 level because those are the people that need the most help. Once you're hitting the three and 400 level, you're mostly just doing the research yourself and sometimes discovering bugs that are going to have to go back to the actual developer. And that's like well beyond my reach. So I think that sweet spot for me is that 100, 200 level. I'm also, uh, I was surrounded by educators my whole life. My mother started as a teacher and became a librarian. My dad became a high school economics and history teacher. Uh, my wife is a teacher. My sister is a teacher. Uh, my mother-in-law is a teacher. Basically, I'm surrounded. And because of that, I gained just a appreciation for education in general and a bit of a passion for doing it. So even though I didn't do that for the first half of my career, now I'm at this point where I can do that educational material and hopefully uh, based off of feedback, I'm doing okay at it. So that's nice to know. In terms of making the transition from full-time employment to self-employed, what was hard about that? I think the hardest thing was the two things were really hard about that. One was adjusting to 100% work from home. Before I was working at a consulting place, so I would spend, you know, a few days at the office every week. And if I was on a project, I would sometimes be at the client's office. But I was usually at someone's office and working from home maybe one day a week, sometimes two if I was lucky. And then I transitioned to 100% remote work all the time except when I travel for like conferences. So that was very difficult to adjust to. I think the thing that I missed the most was the random social interaction that would happen in the hallways and at people's cubicles, those conversations that would bubble up and just like that social interaction that you don't get when you're sitting at home by yourself. There's some ways to do it and I found ways around it, but that was initially very jarring in terms of a transition. The other thing that was a little bit different is suddenly I was 100% responsible for my own income. Before, you know, if you're a full-time employee somewhere, as long as you don't screw up too bad and you do your job, they pay you. And sometimes there's layoffs and stuff. But generally speaking, once you're hired to do a job, as long as you do it competently well and don't screw anything up too badly, you get a paycheck every two weeks or week or whatever your pay period is. I was moving into a realm where I was 100% responsible for 
finding opportunities, capitalizing on those opportunities, and then extracting the money from customers who wanted me to do something for them, which meant I had to be not just the practitioner, but also the salesperson and the marketing department and the accounting department and every other department to the administrator. And I am like the worst user I've ever had. So there was a lot of things that I had to do that I was not used to doing. And there's also the pressure that I had to build up a pipeline of work and income as opposed to just collecting a paycheck every two weeks. That was exciting, but also a little scary. I can say, so how are things now a year in? I have more work than I know what to do with. And I attribute that to two key things. And I probably want to expand on both of these in a future video. But basically one is I have a robust network of like-minded professionals. And having that robust network meant that once I announced that I was available to do consulting work in this educational content, people who already knew me were likely to either have work for me or know someone who was looking for me to do stuff. Okay, so having a robust network was huge. And I think I want to talk about how you can build a network in a future episode, because I think that's of interest. And it sounds daunting, but it's actually really simple. Uh, it's basically just making friends. And I know that can be difficult for some people. But if you look at it that way, as opposed to this weird, like, you're building a network thing, it's actually not that bad. The other big thing and this, it's gonna sound ridiculous, but I do the thing. People ask me to do something. And I do it. <laughs> and, you wouldn't believe. So I used to manage people when I worked in retail and you wouldn't believe how often you'd ask someone to do thing and then they wouldn't do the thing like, hey, I need you to. And, you know, this was retail. So I was asking them to, like, fold a whole bunch of shirts or, you know, try to sell two items to each person that came to the counter. I don't need you to do it. but I need you to try. And so many people just wouldn't do the thing. And that's just been true of my experience in general. There's lots of people who don't do what they're asked to do. And when you find someone who is reliable and does the thing, then you tend to ask them to do more things because you're like, hey, this person will do the thing I asked them to. And that's really useful. So I think those two things, having a robust network and doing the thing were probably the two biggest factors in building out a nice pipeline and keeping it going. At this point, there's just lots of opportunities and I have to choose what makes the most sense for me and also what I have the capacity to do given our current circumstances, which means I am also trying to do all the stuff for the family and, you know, keep the house in some state of repair. So that's where things are at now. Ned in the Cloud turns one. I'm super pumped for the next year in terms of what the future holds. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to try to build out this channel and get more subscribers. I'm going to keep plugging away at the Pluralsight courses. I'm going to be doing more day two cloud podcasting. You better believe that is just continues to grow as well and doing other random content for people who have interesting projects. So that's what I'm doing. I am curious for those who are watching this. What do you want? What topics do you want me to cover? What things are you curious about? You know, leave something in the comments, hit me up on Twitter, let me know what you're interested in, and I will 100% do a video about whatever question you might have. 
So, you know, let me know what those things are, and I'm happy to talk about them. That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for watching the Daily Check-In. Hopefully you'll watch tomorrow. It's 1130 every day. Uh, until then, stay healthy and stay safe. Thanks, everyone.